It's time for the Flagler Radio Business Report, a 30-minute roundtable discussion with local businesses. And now, your host, Kirk Keller. Good morning and welcome to the Business Report. I'm your host, Kirk Keller. I've got a fantastic guest in the house today, Ed Danko, Vice Mayor Ed Danko is the title. Is that right? That is correct. It's nice to see you. Thank you for the kind introduction. No, no problem. Um, wanted to talk to you about what's been going on with city council here, here recently. And I think the, the big topic has been the franchise fees. Uh, I know you posted something on Facebook the other day that, that um, the citizens won. Explain that. Well, the citizens did win. And this is the third time this has come up in our community, 2012, 2018, and, and now again. And, and the public showed up in mass. It was overflow capacity at City Hall uh, on Tuesday, last Tuesday. And, and, and they basically said, no, it's third time. It's clear. We don't want it. And the council was forced to listen. Now, I, I want to commend uh, Councilwoman Pontieri for withdrawing her motion. Um, you know, she made the motion. But, uh, yeah, I know um, Florida Power and Light said they didn't really want to go the direction of putting that rate increase on a ballot, you know, every four years. But I also think that that the council heard the voice of the public and, and they were quite strong in it. And, um, you know, I, I, I pledged when I ran. I would rather drink antifreeze than vote to raise your taxes. I've kept that pledge. I've never voted for a tax increase, including what um, what the county tried to do two years ago with a half-cent sales tax increase that they're trying again to do. I just want to send the message to our county commissioners. DOA, dead on arrival. Well, the, the county says if, if this half-cent sales tax passes, the city of Palm Coast, who desperately needs money from what I've been told, We'll get $4 million right up front. Is that Yeah, true? that's real nice. However, the county is also trying to tell you that 40% of this tax is going to be paid by visitors, and that's absurd. That is flawed research. 100% of that tax will be paid by residents in Palm Coast. Whether you go to a restaurant, whether you go to Walmart, whether you go out to eat, it doesn't matter. Get your car repaired. It doesn't matter. You'll be paying that over and over and over. And guess what? It will never, ever ever go away. I know, I understand. And that. as far as getting us $4 million, that's real nice. But you know what? We have a $328 million budget. We need to find that $5 million we need for roads in that budget. And I'm not going to vote for that budget unless it's in there. Because if we don't get rid of it now and deal with it, guess what? They'll be coming back down the road in a few months. They'll be trying to put a fee or a tax on something else you pay for. Probably your utility bill would be my guess. And again, we will pack City Hall and say no. So the time to deal with this is now. They've been kicking this can, no pun intended, down the road. Uh, time now for it to stop. We can find the extra $5 million. It's there. It, and it is needed. I don't live in Palm Coast. I live in Flagler Beach. Uh, but driving in Palm Coast, I'm everywhere, as you well know. Sure. I'm, I'm usually following you somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> the roads are beat up. Oh, they bad. are. Yes. So they used to have a plan. To deal with these roads long before I got on council, you know, and somewhere between 2016 and now that plan got lost. And all of a sudden we're now getting blindsided. Well, let's not talk about the plan. That plan included so much money being put off to the side for yes. the road. Where'd the money go? That's I, what I, I, I like always say know. follow the money. Well, I watch way too many crime movies, but follow the money and you'll find that problem. A couple of people at city council this week, uh, one particular person, Ken McDowell, came. He was actually the first speaker and he called for a forensic audit. And I know that's something Jack Howe had originally run on when he ran for council and then somehow that faded away. Um, but council 
gave consent for us to get some prices. And I'm hoping we do that forensic audit because people need to know where all that money went. I'm not saying there's anything going on that's bad, but, you know, it's just good to occasionally, you know, basically open the box and look inside and make sure everything's working. So I'm in favor of that. And um, we'll see where it leads. All right. I'm jump back to the half cent sales tax. Yeah. Uh, just from my research alone, Flagler County is still one of the lowest counties in the state of Florida for sales tax. Yeah. In fact, we're I think we're third in line for being the third lowest. Let's so, keep it that way. No, I, I, I agree. But yeah. I, I do understand that sometimes you have to have uh, uh, some kind of change or some kind of raise increase. And I agree with you 100%. I'm all about Cutting, 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 cutting. I mean, I'm I'm the guy that goes through the radio station. I see a light on, nobody in there. I turn it off. I'm you all do about- that at home too, don't yeah, you? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You know, there's a saying in my house. You know, I, I'll I'll say to Renee, "Do we own stock in the electric company?" <laughs> and she'll say, "No." I say, "Well, then turn the light off. What's it on for?" Hey, uh, I, I've been known to get yelled at by my wife. <laughs> hey, I'm in here. Turn the light back on. <laughs> yeah, I know, but 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 you do this stuff at home before you, you you can't give yourself a raise at home, right? So you're forced to make. Cuts. Sometimes they're painful. Other times they're obvious. You know, if, if you're barely getting by, you're not going to be building a new swimming pool or a splash pad right. or anything of that nature. So you've got to take care of your must haves. Who has access to look at the budget? I mean, could anybody go online? I think, yeah, and, it's and online. Look at the budget? Yes, anybody can look at okay. it. And uh, you certainly can come. So if we have a bean counter, and I mean that respectfully, mm-hmm. if there's a bean counter listening to the show right now, they can go online Absolutely. and they could scrutinize it. Right. But again, here, here's a here's a problem. I have some cuts in mind that we can make, and I want to hear those. Sure, but my job is not to micromanage every department in Palm Coast. I don't know how many paper clips they need, how many rubber bands, or whatever else they buy. It would be like me telling Sheriff Staley how many bullets do you need this year. All right, fine. So you need a hundred bullets. How much is that? You know, and writing right. a check. My job and the council's job and the mayor's job is to give guidance to our city manager who then relays that to staff. You know, the first guidance we gave was in our strategic action plan where we said bring back a revenue neutral budget. They didn't do that. Now they're being forced to go back and cut $2.8 million so we can do the millage rate rollback. But they're forgetting about the $5 million or $6 million we need for roads. Well, let's talk about the millage rate sure. rollback. Why in the world did you guys do that in the first place? Well – you were, it was obvious, and I've already, I've already, I already said this at council. I said it immediately. It was a bait and switch by our mayor. There's no excuse for it. It was a stupid old political trick, and he actually thought he could get away with it. You can't tell the public, "I'm going to save you money here," and at the same time, oh, "But I'm going to take it back over here." You know, and, and that was just that's what got the public all upset. Um, you know, if, if he wasn't ready to do the millage rate, then he should have stuck to his guns. Um, I would have voted against, um, not rolling it back, but you know, um, to try that, that sort of Rob Peter to pay rollback. I didn't vote for the rollback because I called it out for being exactly what it was, a cheap political trick, a way to fool the public as if they're stupid. They're not stupid. People aren't stupid. Um, so yes, I, I, I did not vote for it. You voted it. against it, okay. I voted against it. But again, that was just setting – people have to understand. We set the high amount. Then we set the low amount. So the mayor right away went to going to the low amount, which I thought, okay, that's great. And then at the same time trying to do the user fee, which is a tax. It's not a, it's not a, you know, it's not a franchise fee. It's a tax. 
um, you know, at the same time. So it's like, yeah, saving you this and I'm taking it here. And that's when I called it out for what it was. And I refused to vote for it. Now, we will be voting on the on the uh, low end of the millage rate. And I'm actually going to propose that we probably go a little lower than just the full rollback. Okay. A little bit lower, and let's find that extra money we need to, to help pay the citizens. Roads. Yes, to help for the no citizens. other reason. Okay, sure, absolutely. Let um, me ask you this about this franchise fee, because uh, I, I know you do your due diligence. You don't walk in the room without knowing everybody in the room first, even though if you haven't been introduced to them, I, you do your homework. Is what I'm <laughs> well, saying. You're kind. You're very kind. <laughs> what other? Did you reach out to other cities that are doing this franch, franchise fee and asking the? Uh, what their uh, positives and the negatives are? I, I don't care what other cities are doing when it comes to taxes. If they want to tax their citizens into debt, that's their business. It's the reason people are coming to Palm Coast because our taxes are very low. We have a beautiful city. We have, we have, we have the ocean, beautiful beaches. We, we have all these amenities, the, the, the canals that we have, um, everything. There's a reason people are coming here. But if we keep taxing them, we're going, to, we're going to lose people. They won't be coming here, and that's going to hurt us all. I'd rather – rather than take the tax out of you or any of our citizens, I'd rather have you have extra money to go spend on our economy because you'll take that extra money and you'll spend it. That will create revenue right there. It's good for business. It's good for this radio station. Um, right. That's the way to do it. Um, just just always turning to the public, and, and it's just – they're so – I hate to say it, but – they're so insensitive to what people are going through now. Do you see the latest price of gas this oh, yeah. morning? I, I just put $75 in my little car. Yeah, $75. And I have a little car like you. What was it, 387 or 389 or something? I don't even look at, out, yeah, yeah. at the per gallon anymore. <laughs> yeah, it, it, yeah, right there. People are getting hit hard. They've been getting hit hard since Joe Biden got into the White House and started destroying our economy. And if anybody is in favor of Bidenomics, I don't know. I got a bridge in Brooklyn. I'd love to oh, sell well, you. Uh, all right, <laughs> President Danko, let's get back to Palm Coast. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm saying, but this trickles down from Washington. No, no, no. I, no, I told totally you. And as a, that. as a result, our citizens get hit. They suffer in the supermarket, pain at the pumps. I mean, everything they're purchasing is through the roof. And then add on things like, oh, the cost of your home insurance. Well, I don't know about you. Mine went up $1,000 in one year on my home insurance. Right. I mean, that's just stunning. Uh, you don't mind, you know, you figure maybe it'll be a $100 increase or 75 or 150 but a 1000 plus. And grand's a big bucks. Yeah, and then, and then they're being told, oh, by the way, we're not going to insure your roof because it's 20 years old, even though the roof is fine. Right. So people are getting hit with everything. 35 All at once. Yeah, 35% of our population, seniors still, a lot of them are widows or widowers. They've lost half their income with Social Security going away when one dies. Right. Um, you know, someday we'll all be in that situation, and, and it's not going to be fun. And so we have, to, we have to be concerned about that too. We don't need to be wasting money on a lot of silly things right now. Well, that's where I want to get to. You said you had some ideas for some budget cuts. Yes. Uh, give me five of them. Well, uh, first thing I would do is an immediate hiring freeze on any new additional hires. Except for firemen. I would hire the additional firemen we need because we're going to have to staff a new firehouse. So that's the first thing, hiring freeze okay. right there. Second thing, I'm looking at, at what we pay our staff. Okay, Our city manager makes $182,000 a year in Palm Coast. We have a lot of senior directors that are making over 130000 I want to see some across-the-board 
pay cuts. I'm sorry. I know it's painful, but, but did this the is city a painful go out cut. and look at other cities our size? I don't care about the other cities okay. our size. I care about my taxpayers here and our citizens here. We have a, a city they want, manager. They need to keep the fees or, or the or the pay scale competitive with other cities. You know what? That have that skill. If somebody else wants to go to another city and work. Knock yourself out. Okay. It's like a bag of Doritos in my mind. They'll make more. They always do. Um, you know, we have a city manager making 182,000. I would say anyone making over 130, probably a 15% pay cut right across the board for one year. And, and, one, honest, and we did this co- during that's COVID. What big companies do. Yes. They start cutting salaries. Oh, yeah. I've had my salary cut in the past when there were. Oh, I have too. I'm yeah. not for it, but I, I yeah. understand it. Yeah. You got a choice. Either, either you're, you're, you're going to take the salary cut or you're out the door. What are you going to mm-hmm. do? All right, give me two more. You listed three. Well, all right, so let's see. I gave you that. Um, oh, our communications department, uh, $700,000 a year budget. I'm sorry. They're writing press releases. I mean, I could do the job. I'll do the job. I'll do the job for 200000 and and I won't need anyone else to do it with me. I can knock out a press release as a former journalist. I can do that in a few minutes. Right. The county only has two people doing this job. I want to cut our communications department by two-thirds. We should only have two employees there, and they don't have a lot of other expenses after that. But that doesn't add up to the no, $5 million does, that we doesn't. need to fix the roads. No, it doesn't add up. That's why we have a high-paid staff and a high-paid city manager. It is their job to go back and find these cuts. They know where the waste is. They know where what they can live with and what they can live without. Right. And, yes, we have to have the must-haves. But there's a lot of wants that we don't have to have. That's their job. That's well, why we pay let's them. Let's take a fast break, sure. and let's talk about these want, wants when we come back. Oh, sure, absolutely. This is the Business Report. We'll be right back right after this. wanted to come back to Pompos where I live and they gave me the opportunity to work with them. What we're trying to do is really help provide more efficiency in how government officials are being able to see their data and so that they could also improve the type of um, decision making. Good morning and welcome back to the Business Report. I'm your host, Kurt Keller. In the studio with me this morning is Vice Mayor Ed Danko. And Good to be here. we got some passion going on today. I love it. Well, So we're talking about budget cuts with the city because mm-hmm. we we got to find $5 million, I guess, a year. Is that what it is? Well, or coll- is it collectively? You know, first it was going to be $10 million a year. Now it's down to five because they're going to try some new type of paving technology. I'm not a road engineer. I don't know if this stuff works or not. I'm more than happy to try something if it saves us money, but it, it better work. Right. So, but let's just say five million, roughly five million dollars out of a two hundred and twenty-eight million dollar budget. Now, I've made a few suggestions for cuts, but to me, a lot of it has to come from our city manager and staff. They have to do their jobs. Well, here's one thing I was thinking of. This recently happened. My son, he's twenty-six year old, love him to death. He got in some financial trouble. Trouble. He had a truck and he had a car and he had a motorcycle. And so he's telling me about it. Will you be my dad? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't buy this stuff. This is on his own. Oh, I thought you were buying no, it. No, he's Never mind. Missouri. This is all his stuff, and he got in some financial trouble. And the first thing my, my wife and I told him is sell that motorcycle yeah. or sell the truck. Yeah. What, I mean, he uses the truck yeah. quite often. The car was just getting back and forth to work. Very economical little car. Uh, so uh, motorcycle, it was a thrill. It was a fun thing. Mm-hmm. 
uh, didn't produce anything for him. So my suggestion was sell the motorcycle. Yep. I mean, you would have thought I pulled out a toenail. Dad, I love that. I love that. I enjoy getting out. I said, son, I understand, but you've got to cut something out of your life to, to help pay for this other stuff. So my suggestion to the city is, do we have any property? Do we have any buildings? Do we have something we're not using? Well, we do have property. Uh, that we can sell yes. to help get to that $5 million. I, I, would hope, I would hope we would be looking at that again. Of course, I say this all the time. Can we sell the water park? <laughs> <laughs> you mean the splash pad? Yeah, whatever yeah. that thing is. Whatever that thing is, which, um, you know, that, that was a disaster. Still not open, right? No, Oh, no, not open. And now we're, 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 in, we're in legal litigation over this thing against the designer, against the builder. Um, I mean, what a fiasco. Uh, I mean, let's get back to the property sale. Yeah. What can we sell? Can, what can you sell to I, get to that $5 million? I don't know. Or what, do we want to sell anything? I think if there's property we can sell and we can get a great price for it and we don't need it, yes, we should certainly sell it because that would bring in businesses or rooftops or something that would start paying taxes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, And I'm assuming the city bought it really cheap back in the day. You would think so. A lot of, back in the day, a lot of stuff was very cheap compared right. to what it is now. So, yes, that, that's one way. Another way is to start attracting more businesses. We're still known as a, a, a friendly community, unfortunately. Why is that? I, I – I've heard I've heard things from different business groups and different business people and different developers, and I hear that our process to get stuff approved takes three times as long as any place else. I've, I've pushed to have them streamline it. I haven't seen anything yet. We do need to streamline the process. Um, when someone says to me, I can go to Palatka and build this warehouse for half the amount of money and in half the amount of time, what's the problem? There's something wrong here. Um, you know, we, we, we have – people don't like development and growth. A lot of folks don't. I understand. But then again, they all want us to find jobs for their kids and their grandkids. Right. So in order to do that, we have to develop. We have to grow. We have to do it smart. But we also have to realize that traffic may increase. But you're going to get some of the amenities you wanted and you're going to get the jobs that you wanted. We create those jobs – and we will take care of a lot of our tax problems because right now 92% of our taxes come from homeowners. And, and, and it's just you know unbelievable. Um, that's not a formula for success. That needs to change throughout Palm Coast. So have you earmarked some property that you'd like to suggest to the council to get rid of? I haven't, but I'll take a look at it. Um, I would hope by now, if they're listening, they're going to start looking at some property and come back with a list for me. My second idea that I had, and I remember doing this years ago, uh, uh, I, my hometown was Carthage, Missouri, but the city of Joplin sold city bonds to help them get out of trouble. Yeah, that, may, that, be a, so, that how, may be a solution. How does that work? I mean, I'm not even quite sure. I know we use, well, we use it through the enterprise funds for our utilities and stuff mm-hmm. of that nature. Um, I know back in back in the uh, 2008 2009 crash, I bought a lot of municipal bonds um, because the government was subsidizing, and, and they turned out to be very good investments. I actually still have some of them, um, so those are things too. But again, we have a staff that should be doing this, and it really, really perturbs me that in this economic. So are, let me. When you say they should be doing this, yes, they can't do anything without a vote from the council. No, they should be presenting their budget oh, to I us. See. With they should be coming up with I the ideas. Mean. They should be coming up with the ideas. Instead, they come to council with with a budget that's more than the previous year, despite all of the economic woes that we're going through right now in this country, and yet they're just insensitive to the needs of our community. 
And 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 I, I would say to any staff person, if you don't get it, you should be gone. You should just pack up, go find another job if you don't want to work with our community and help our citizens out because this is not your personal piggy bank, and it's not there just to protect you and your friends. So either either get on board because there's a train, and it's coming down the track. They can either get on board or it's going to pass them by. People so, are fed up with this nonsense. So are you – Open to suggestions from the residents of what we I'm can do to, to save five million or, or earn five million real quick. Absolutely, I'm totally open to suggestions. Now, folks have to realize certain things. Impact fees is always the most confusing for some reason. So we collect impact fees when somebody builds a community or office building, right. townhouses, whatever. Uh, those impact fees have to go to specific things: park and recreation, um, you know, fire department. Well, yeah, I think in the impact fee, a, a portion that does go to our road system and a maintenance. Portion, yes, a portion, yes. but but most of it goes to. I mean, the roads are impacted by new development, right. so you got to deal with that too. So you know, we do find ourselves spending money um, that comes from impact fees, and 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 that's fine. Create a new community center or tennis court or whatever you want to do. The problem is once we build this stuff, we then have to hire more employees to manage it, mm-hmm. and that just raises our costs. So, so yes, the, the, it was built with impact fees, but, gee, like the splash pad was built with impact fees for park and recreation. Well, those impact fees aren't paying our legal bills now defending that poor – you know, to defend that decision. They're not going to pay for any repairs that might be made if we go that route and we lose in court. So I do have a question about that because I've always been confused about that. We have a city attorney that's on staff. Yes. He, he's getting a salary. She is. Well, she, it's a law is. firm out of Orlando and, and they send the re- they send one attorney to us. So you still have to pay them extra whenever there's a lawsuit. That's not, they're not a staff member. They, they, they have, they're not a staff member. They have a, we have a certain contract with them that guarantees them X number of dollars once we exceed the billing amount. Or so a retainer, have to, basically. Yeah. If they have to go to outside counsel, if they don't have somebody in-house that can do it, uh, yes, that ends up costing us more money. I, I, I firmly believe, like the county, we should have our own in-house attorney. I think it would save us like money. I think save us money, and that person would be in the building. So they're involved every day with what's going on. It's not like they're driving an hour and a half to They've get had, here. They would, they would themselves would have more invested into it. Absolutely, absolutely. So I think that's a that would be a good investment. We'd still have to hire some outside counsel, um, but um, I, I think that is a smart move, and I'm going to bring that up too. So let's go back to this forensic audit. Is that suggested because you want to? Point fingers at who spent the money, or you want to do that so you can really pinpoint? I can save money here. I can save money here, and save money well, here. Well, I, I think that the person who introduced this um, kind of believes possibly that maybe there's some shenanigans going on that this would uncover a forensic. But audit, that would cost us more money in the long run because then you have to deal with the criminal charges, oh, sure. and you have to well, pay for if, the audit. If, if there's any criminal charges coming out of that, we'll have to deal with them, and we need to deal with them. Hopefully, that's not the case, and I'm not making any accusations at all. All I'm saying is I'm willing to take a look, and if it's a reasonable amount of money, it might be a good investment, and it would certainly make the public feel good. You know, and and confident if we did that audit and there was nothing going on. I do believe it was brought up in one of the city council meetings, and, and I can't remember if it was you or uh, Mayor Alfin that said what happened. And you pointed that direction, or Mayor Alfin, I can't remember who said it, to Nick Klufus, because Nick Klufus has been on the city council. Oh, what happened? It was about roads. For, what yes, happened? Yes, Where's the money? Where, yeah. well, where'd all this money go? Yeah. He and, didn't have a real good answer. Uh, he so, pretended like he wasn't there. 
just like he pretended like the last time the franchise fee came up, like he totally had forgotten the fact they had to reverse their vote because of the public outcry. I was like, seriously, you were here. How could you forget that? So really, this problem isn't the current uh, city council administration. You got you guys problem. You're trying to fix what happened years. We're trying to fix what happened starting back in 2016 moving forward. Um, you know, I got on, I got on council 2020. So, you know, and now two years, two, little more than two years into the term. And I'm now hearing about this road problem. And it's like, they haven't been addressing this. Something's fixing not right. it. Yeah, I, I agree. Yes. I don't live in Palm coast, but I agree. They need to be fixed they All do. Right. to support no more taxes. You need to go to the city council meetings. Well, you absolutely do. And you need, you need to step forward. And voice your opinion during public comment. You know, the other night we 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 hit city council had 125, 130 people packed into that place, and they were spilling into the overflow room. Um, we had to sit there and listen to people for several hours. You get three minutes, say whatever you want. We have to listen, and I think it's a great thing. Got it. All right. What, what, what time is the city council? Well, the city council is we meet three times a month. All right. It's the first Tuesday the second and the third. The first Tuesday is a 6 p.m. meeting. The second Tuesday and the third Tuesday are 9 a.m. meetings. There's a business meeting, a workshop, and then a business meeting. And now we've been meeting... And it's all online? Oh, it's all online, too. Now we've been meeting four times a month because we're also dealing with the budget. So the first four Tuesdays of the month until the budget is settled. All right. Uh, And, of course, you can reach out to me anytime. Um, I think I'm the only council person that actually has my phone number on the city website. Please email me, call me, whatever issues, problems. I, I meet with people all day long. All right. Vice Mayor Ed Danko, thank you very much for being here today. If you've got suggestions on how we can uh, cut $5 million from the budget annually, let give, me know. Give him a call. Please. This is a business report. We'll see you next Saturday. The Business Report, brought to you by the Joe Mullins Companies and Space Coast Credit Union. Your life, your financial watchdog.